Hello and welcome. I'm Joy. And I'm Heather. And this is Not a Dream. Ooh, welcome back. Yes. Hi. <laughs> you may have noticed that we didn't have an episode last week. Um, simply put, we got busy. Here we go. We got busy and I got puppies and it's been a lot. So yeah. here we are. Yes. But I'm about to make it up with you, to you, with you, <laughs> with this awesome story that is all bullet points because I didn't put it together. I Okay. So Heather told me that she made the bullet points and then like a final draft. Yeah. I For- tried. Yeah, I do. I make bullet points, and I, I do like final. a almost like a giant word cloud all over a page. Yeah, and like a word document, and then I just put it all together. I usually write everything out like a freaking fancy book. She does, but uh, not not. She so. writes it down like with a pencil and a notebook, and I always type mine out in Word or something. Yep. And so, okay, cool. Here's the beginning. Okay. All right. So, any anything before we start? No, I'm always really excited at this point, though, because I'm like, what is she going to tell me? Because I just like hearing, I like sitting and hearing stories. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm excited. So. I have to burp. Hold on. In London. Oh. (laughs) Is it Jack the Ripper? (laughs) No, it's not Jack the Ripper. Please tell me what happened in London. Okay, so London has a place called the White Tower. Also known as the Tower of London. Okay. Do you know anything about the Tower of London? No. Well, many things happened in that tower. Oh, my God. And the reason why I wanted to do this story is because it stuck with me. Because I was like, hmm, this is really interesting. And I wanted one that had murder. I wanted one that had conspiracy. I wanted ones that had ghosts. Oh, my God. So in the Tower it has of London, it all. the White Tower, oh my God. there is two really special ghosts that are seen especially by kids, because they are two little boys in white gowns that children who don't even know the history of the tower see and describe to, like, perfection of the painting of the two lost princes of London. Do you know anything about this? No, I know nothing about anything like this. Well, once I find my spot again. Did you just recently learn about this, or have you known about this for a while? I've known about this for a while, and I was actually really excited to do this. So, um... Summer of 1483. We're going oh, way back. Here we go, guys. The guards last saw the two princes. Ed, fuck, I forgot their names. Anyways, I'll get there. Um, Edward and Richard playing and shooting arrows at the Tower of London. They saw them just playing in the yard, running around, and that was the last they were ever seen. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. How big is the Tower of London? Are we talking like huge, it's like huge. Eiffel Tower kind of big? Or like? I don't know necessarily super tall but it's but it, like it, so um in the 1200s the mm-hmm. king at the time uh he got like a gift of like a ton of polar bears and he was keeping <laughs> the polar bears in the towers the fuck? and fucking elephants and they were also kept in the towers so that gives you a pretty good idea of like how big it is okay, okay. that's the tower of london for you yeah just so you know there All you right. go okay so ahem so, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, the reason why, like, you know, maybe they just kind of ran away. Maybe, you know, we don't really know what happened to them until 1674 when they were doing a little bit of reconstruction on the tower. Mm-hmm. And workmen found skeletons of two children underneath the stairs when rebuilding. Jeez. At the exact same age of the boys. Creepy. Yeah. So, like, many, 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 many years later. 200 years, something mm-hmm. like that. So now we get a little bit of a history lesson. Okay. Because they had a caretaker, mm-hmm. and that caretaker's name was King Richard III. And that guy had a really bad rep. I mean, even Shakespeare wrote freaking like a whole play about how horrible he was. And oh, disgusting. that's right. That's right, yeah. So was it really King Richard who killed the boys, or was it somebody else? I'm going to ask something really yeah. dumb right now. I'm going to show to everyone that yes. I don't know shit. Was King Richard the one that cut off Anne Boleyn's head? Okay, uh, I don't think so. But Anne Boleyn was at the Tower of London. Oh, okay. Um, The problem with uh, this time and the kings and queens of London... Yes. Is they all just decide to choose like the same four names, and so there's like Richard and like Henry and Mm -hmm. freaking Elizabeth and... Oh, it was King Henry VIII. 
Yeah, just fucking all the King Henry's. Just, they all suck. So, King Richard III was given a very bad name. Um, one of the big things was Shakespeare's play about him being horrible and killing the princes. Mm-hmm. Um, the big reason why he was given such a big, bad name, though, was the, um, like, people who overthrew him, the, they're called the Tudors, um, li- like, after they overthrew him, they had historians rewrite all of the history about oh King God. Richard, just making him a complete <laughs> asshole. Wow. Yeah, so they're like, now that we overthrew this guy, let's just make him look like a dick. Oh, my God. And then they, like, literally pretty much gave that all to Shakespeare, and then they went to his play. Oh, my God. <laughs> how horrible this So guy it was. was fake, essentially. Supposedly. Okay. We there we really don't totally know, which is what's, what's so interesting about this is because it's like, was it him? Was it not him? Like, hmm. the things that we do know and, like, what we don't. It's yeah. actually really interesting. So... Do, do, do. And so even in the play, they wrote about how the nephews were being killed because uh, King Richard was actually their uncle. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, which is also why one of the kids is Richard. He was actually named after King Richard, and we'll go into that more. There's Everybody like just has the same Everyone has names, the same five names in this entire, but it's Richard or Henry, or they're, they're all little boys named Edward. Richard and Henry running around. So, for the princes, I kind of, in a lot of this, put it as Richie or Eddie, just so we kind of okay. knew that they were, like, the younger ones, because it gets really, 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 really confusing. Okay. So, so Richie is the mm-hmm. one, the little boy that died. And yeah. So, um, okay. And so was Edward. So two little Eddie. boys okay. were killed. Yeah, Eddie. Thank you. So here we go. So did Richard really do it, or did he not? So Richard was the 12th kid out of 13 kids of, like, Lord. Yeah. So already great. This makes me think of Hans from freaking Frozen. Anyways. <laughs> um, so one of the big things that was rewritten about him was that he was born, like, deformed and just disgusting and that he was, like, a hunchback and he was super... Like, just gross looking. And the reason why this makes it, like, such a big deal is because in all actuality, he was completely normal. He was born completely normal. He was just a little bit shorter than his older brother. Oh, my gosh. And there's nothing wrong with him. He was literally a soldier. Like, he could do everything. So that's why it's like, did he really do it? Or is it just something that was just kind of made up with what was going on? Sure. So Richard's dad was the Duke of York. Um, and the reason why, like, he, the Duke of York, his dad, we'll just call him Duke for right now because I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. I think I write it later. Um, he was not actually, like, able to claim the throne even though he wanted to because there was a really big war between the Yorkers and the Lancastians. Um, so they were two big families that were constantly fighting over the throne. Okay. And um, the Yorkers were known as the White Roses. The Lancastiers were... Uh, known as the Red Roses, which is kind of cool because, yeah. So their <laughs> battles were like the Battles of the Roses, which I just thought was kind of interesting. So they were always fighting on the f- throne, and the big way that they would do it is it wasn't even like a birthright at that point because it was pretty much just murder. Everybody was God. just freaking murdering each other. <laughs> it's a dangerous time. Yeah, it was just like a lot of murder and corruption as opposed to like the regular where it would just be like, oh, since you're the son of this person, the firstborn, you're going to be king next. Like, it didn't work like that. <laughs> So young Richard grew up in this tension. Like, that's pretty much how he was raised. Like, that was really normal. Um, So Richard... Fuck. Richard was eight when his father just decided to falsely claim that he was the king, and he started a, like, whole war. He was just like, one day his dad was just like, you know what? I'm the king now. And the Lancastians were like, no, you're not. And he's like, you know what? I am. You know. Rinsey, it's something you're on grade. I, I know. So he's just like, you know what? I'm the king. So it started this whole freaking war. And, like, the big thing about this is it was almost like the Civil War. It was almost, mm-hmm. like, worse than the American Civil War. Because it was, like, families against families. And, like, some people were married to each other. Like, Jeez. Romeo and Juliet. Like, is everybody just, like, going after everybody. So it was, like, a really big deal. Yeah. Um, and it affected everybody. Whether they were noblemen. Whether they were, like, the poverty. Like, every single person in, like, the area was affected. So there was a lot, a lot, a lot of death, including Richard's dad and his older, one of his older brothers. Um, so one of the older brothers, um, what the fuck? Um, when 
when they were like almost lost, one of the older brothers decided to avenge like his dad, mm-hmm. um, and so he imprisoned the true king in the Tower of London. So the Lancastrian king sounds like Lancasters. I keep wanting to say <laughs> it. it. Um, <clears throat> that king was imprisoned in the Tower of London just to kind of try to end the war and like pretty much make it so the Yorkers were like in charge. Richard was only nine at this time, and so they kept him as prisoner. The true king as prisoner and they took over the throne so the richard's older brother edward is now the king so this is king edward so this is the actual dad of the boys okay so he's king right now so he was known as the king maker this is literally like game of thrones i mean honestly yeah so he's the king maker now um and just because obviously he just like was like you know what i'm I'm making this work (laughs) so edward sent richard king richard i mean not King Richard. Edward sent Richard, which is his brother, the uncle of the boys, yes. to learn about politics with their younger brother, George. So they he just sent him to this camp with some guy. Um, Summer camp. Yeah, pretty much. Just like to learn about politics and learn like how everything works so that they could like serve under him. Yeah. Things like that. Um, so Edward ends up doing this big freaking like what's going on thing. He marries somebody from the Lancastian family. Hmm. He's like, you know what? Now that my family is winning, I'm just going to like marry one of theirs. So literally the guy who was watching him, I cannot remember his name right now. For some reason I didn't write it down because I'm an idiot. But the guy who was teaching them politics, like uh-huh. he felt completely betrayed. He's like, your brother, your older brother is horrible. Like we need to revolt against him. Like he is like a traitor. Now he's going with our enemy kind of a thing. Um, so George, the younger brother, decides to join the rebellion with, um, I want to say his name's like Warren. We're just going to call him Warren today. Um, so he joins the rebellion with Warren, who's the guy who is like kind of raising them. And like almost instantly they just get overthrown and so um like george just totally was like you know what i'm sorry like i surrender um and then they just killed that guy the warren guy that's probably why i didn't write his name down because he didn't last very long <laughs> this is like game of thrones shit, it, so. i mean honestly that's what i'm picturing yeah so um richard was part of like the war where the fuck am I? Oh, I told you my notes are really all over the place. Um, to, to, oh, yeah. So Richard was all for the war. Like, he was like, yeah, George is like a traitor. Like, Edward, I've got you. So let's go ahead and finish the Lancastians once and for all. So they, like, do, like, a final war to try to wipe out, like, almost everybody. Um, so then they get the true king again. His name was King Henry. Everybody's fucking Henry. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so they take the king, they put him in the tower, and this time he mysteriously dies two hours after he arrives there. Hmm. They were pretty much over that guy, so they were like, nope. <laughs> and here we are. So Richard was the one to take him to the tower and pretty much the last person to see him alive. Um, Richard was known to be super, super loyal to the throne and to his brother Edward, so he was named the Duke of the Land from which, like, they vanquished. Um, So he, whatever the Lancastians owned, he was pretty much just given to, like, watch over. Okay. So then Richard marries, and he has a son named Edward. Everybody's just naming each other after each other. Stop. Exactly. That's why I'm just like... (laughs) Where are all the Kyles? I know. Where are all the Steves? Help. So, yeah. So we don't have to worry about this Edward that much, because that's pretty much the only time we really hear about him. So, um, actually, I lied. Okay, we'll hear about him again. (laughs) So, um, King Richard was known to be super fair and honorable. So that's where it was kind of weird with what the tutors, like, said about him and rewrote about him, because he was known to actually be really good. But those who did suspect that there was a dark side to him still, like, actually respected him, like, as a person. It wasn't like, oh, he's so stupid. It was like, you know what? (laughs) He might be kind of bad, but, like, he's doing his job. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Um, so something that was kind of big was like, was he actually trying to like help people or was he just trying to build up the loyalty so that Mm. maybe he could one day overthrow? So just something to kind of think about. (laughs) So George was executed, the younger brother, he was executed for the treachery and the treachery. 
Yeah, this is the most fucked up thing. Oh my god. They drowned him in his favorite mold wine. So they took something that made him super happy and just drowned him in it. Like literally. Game of Thrones. That's straight out of it. It's so crazy. Yeah. Would not be surprised to see that in there. So Richard just like condemned it. He was like, you know what? Yeah, fuck George. Like he's dead. Here we go. Bye. Bye, George. You suck. You're a traitor. Even though George was, you know, here we are. So, um, Edward the Fourth dies, which is like the main king. So that's okay. that's the Ed, Eddie's dad. Yeah. Why would you name your kid? Actually, you know it. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> so Edward the Fourth dies. Um, he had been living the high life. He had been getting really, really drunk and just like everything that riches give you. And mm-hmm. then you know it just kind of killed him in the end. He just kind of like died mysteriously because he he pretty much killed himself. By doing all those things, yeah. not on purpose. So he had two sons, 12-year-old Eddie mm-hmm. and 10-year-old Richard. So obviously, 12-year-old Eddie is not old enough to take the throne. Right. Like, he's 12. I mean, back then, wouldn't be surprised if he did, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Tommen was that young. Actually, I don't know. He was fucking young, though. He was really young. So tension was high. And um, so what happened is one of the mom's brothers, um, I think her name is Anne. Um, so Edward's wife, the mom of Eddie and mm-hmm. Richie, um, she is like, I don't feel super safe. Like, this is kind of getting a little bit scary. So she um, put him, put the kids in the care of their uncle, Earl Rivers. Okay. So, oh, wait, someone's named Earl? Someone's not named George know, or Henry right? or Edward? So, Uncle Rivers, he's pretty cool. He's, like, trying to take care of them and trying to keep them safe in all the tension because people are like, what's happening? Like, Edward just died all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, do. Oh, sorry, she's not Anne. Her name's Elizabeth. Everybody okay. has the same freaking oh, names. The couple of names for the women's are Anne, Elizabeth, yeah. and, I don't know, Mary. Probably know. Mary, yeah. <laughs> so, Elizabeth... Um, kids she had more than one kids um kid help anyways she had more than one kid but she wanted her kids so her oldest which is richie to fuck was it richie no Ed, eddie sorry mm-hmm. everybody's name's the fucking same literally okay. writing this i'm I just know. like my brain hurts. oh my god <laughs> so um she wanted her 12 year old eddie to like rule because she didn't want their bloodline to die out if somebody else takes over yeah so it was something that was really, really important. So she sent Richie, Eddie, I don't, fuck me. Eddie. She sent Eddie to be coronated at 12 years old. So she sent him. Quarantined? Coronated. Like, what the fuck is. Crowned. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like, we need to crown him. All right. So she sends him to be crowned. Sure. She has yeah. all the other kids, like, with her. Um, but she sends them, like, yeah. So. On the way with Uncle Rivers, um, like, Richard says that Rivers is a traitor and that he's trying to overthrow the kingdom. And so they intercept him and they, like, arrest Rivers on, like, treachery. Like, and treachery. everything. So um, they claim that, like... Rivers was plotting against them, and so all of Rivers' men and himself were sent to jail, of course. So Richard decided, so he was almost kind of crowned like a temporary king, because there wasn't anybody who was king at the time, and since he was super loyal to his brother, like, he had Mm -hmm. showed a lot. He was pretty much given the power until they figured out what was actually going on. So um, he sent Prince Eddie to stay in the London Tower until the coronation, um, and so Elizabeth took all the other kids that they had to um, wherever the fuck it was. Um, she took all of the other kids to stay like in safety. It actually had a name. I just didn't write it down until later. The Red Keep. It should have been the Red Keep. No, it was, uh, it, was, it was like a very common thing where like the kids were later buried. It was actually kind of sweet in that way. Um, but King supposed temporary King Richard was now going to be demoted to king protector once Edward was crowned. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a big red flag. Um, so early June, Richard sent his men to convince Queen Elizabeth to release the 10-year-old Richie as well into his care so he could attend his brother's coronation. Mm-hmm. So he's like, come on, like bring your other oldest like so that we can just... Your like, other oldest. Mm-hmm. 
so I can just watch them. So was he actually like plotting to kill him? Was he actually caring? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I know, but you know. Mm-hmm. Just trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, <laughs> so days before the coronation, someone starts rumors that the princes are actually illegitimate and that they are bastard children. And so that they have no claim to the throne. Oh my god. I know. Oh, this whole thing is just Game of Thrones Love shit. It. So um, within a week, it was made fact that they had no like no claim to the throne that they were bastard kings. Oh my god, were they really? So, uh-huh. Oh my god. No, so they actually the drama. Weren't. Yeah. So the it fucking was like, drama. Yeah. So now everyone's like they are. So then Richard is pretty much like can stay king, um, and he was only like thirty one, and he was just like king now. Like after all that, he's just like all right. I mean, okay. back then, what people live to like thirty two, so it's like. <laughs> Normal. <laughs> there is okay. I do. Uh, there is a story at the end. That I have to tell you about a six-year-old woman during this time. It's a really fucking badass. Six-year-old woman. Sixty. Oh, I was like, what? I wish I could. I can't remember her name, but there was this lady who was executed at the Tower of London um, later on, like many okay. years later. Tell so, me later. Tell me yeah. again. Okay, we're gonna talk about that band. Anyways, um, don't let me forget. Okay, I won't. So uh, I forgot it. Mm-mm-mm. So the coronation of King Richard was like pretty much done to make the spot permanent. Per, per, uh, yeah. <laughs> the sons were stripped of their birthright, right, and they were sent Denied. to live in the Tower of London under their uncle's care. Denied. Mm-hmm. Richard also becomes legal guardian and was believed to have started the rumor that actually <laughs> that they were illegitimate. Wait, so it was a rumor or it was real? It was a rumor. Wait, so it was th- never proven. They were so actually we- supposed to be the kings. So it has, wasn't proven either way if they were legitimate or illegitimate. They were they were legitimate. Okay, I was confused. Okay, no, no. So he started the rumor just to like make it so that they couldn't be yeah. found. Got it. Um, okay. But there was there. Okay. Yeah. So um, Richard and his wife were touring the countryside when that day happened in the summer that the two boys were seen playing and uh-huh. when they were never seen again, live or dead. So um, so it's like he wasn't even there during this time either, but I mean, uh-huh. if you're king, you can like be like, hey, well, I'm gone. Will you just like kill these kids for me, please? <laughs> so um, they were... Like, if if this were, if he actually did murder them, they would have been, like, the first kids to be murdered, like, during any of these, like, kind of wars. Because, mm-hmm. like, it was very uncommon for any child to be, like, murdered for, like, a throne during this right. time. Um, especially, like, a 12 and a 10-year-old. That's so sad. Yeah. So, um, after, like, the boys went missing, the two princes went missing, Richard just refused to make any comments or say anything about it. Um, April 18, I mean, 1484, his son Edward dies. And uh, so he doesn't even have any claim to the throne at this point. Like, uh, he doesn't have an heir. Like, his line's just done because Mm -hmm. his son dies. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when one of his, like, biggest men, like, who was on his side, supposedly, decides to start talking with the Tudors to overthrow him and return it to the Lancaster rule. Oh, shit. which was ended up being the August Battle of Botsworth, if you cared, any of you yeah, guys. The Battle of Botsworth. The Battle of Botsworth. It's my favorite battle. <laughs> so, um, so that's when they overthrew Richard, and they started to rewrite history. Mm-hmm. Um, how they actually overthrew Richard is Richard wanted to kill them, like kill the new Henry, like himself. Mm-hmm. So he rode out. On his own horse, and he's like, I'm gonna freaking kill you myself. And then mm-hmm. he just like instantly gets cut down and dies. So, <laughs> and his reign was the shortest, one of the shortest reigns of London, uh, mm-hmm. two years. Well, he was king for two years. So, well, so, um, that's when, you know, they rewrote everything. So we don't totally know like what's true about him, what's not yeah. true about him. This is all like different like writings that they found. Do you think he was hot? I don't think so. I think there's a painting of him, and I don't think he was the hottest person. But, you know, he may be, you know, it's beauty is in the high of the big cold. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so back to my 
my story. Oh the discovery of the skeletons actually brought back um, everything to light. And so, like, people kind of forgot about that. They're like, oh, you know, like, maybe they got away. We don't really know. Yeah. Um, then once they found the skeletons, they were like, they definitely didn't get away. <laughs> um, and they were found from, like, them excavating under the tower stairs. And they were found on, like, a little box, which is Jeez. Really so, what, he, like, put them in a box under the stairs and just let them die in there? Or did he kill them and then put I them in I feel like they probably killed them first Jeez. and then stored them in the box. And then, like, they literally... They had to excavate the stairs. Like, yeah. they were in there. Like, they Inside built Inside the in, wall or something. Which is really sad. It's so creepy. they were buried um, where their mom had been staying for safekeeping, which was the mes- the Westminster Abbey. Westminster Abbey? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so Richard had, like, no real right to the throne. And mm-hmm. so that's why they thought maybe he did kill the kids. Right. Um, but... There was no evidence that they were alive or dead during Henry Tudor's crown. So there was a chance that maybe they were still alive and he was keeping them secret. And when Mm -hmm. he was overthrown, it could have been the Tudors that disposed of them. I see. Yeah. Um, Just to kind of, you know, Hmm. make it so that they couldn't be like the actual rulers either. Right. Which is kind of interesting because it's like you make it it makes it sound like it was definitely Henry. But there's definitely like there's a possibility it might not have been. Yeah. So, in 1933... Oh, boy. We skipped a lot, guys. Here we go. Um, The bones were examined again and, like, actually examined. So, they were excavated, examined, and they were definitely concluded to be two children. Um, Dark spots on the skulls showed that they were probably smothered to death. Just makes me really sad. And the ages of the skeletons were 13 and 10. So, like, pretty much the ages. Um... But the only thing is they just kind of assumed that they were male. They didn't do a lot of testing to see if they actually were. So it might not even have been them, but I feel like it was definitely yeah, them personally. Um, but they didn't go into whether they were male or female. They just were hmm. mostly looking at the age, trying to figure out what had actually happened. I always thought it was pretty easy to tell between male and female, but maybe as children it's not so obvious. I yeah. don't really know. And same with like it being 1933. The technology is yeah. probably different. So um, I don't know if it's technol- you need technology, though. I mean, I feel like the no, difference between male and female should be skeletally obvious. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know enough to really say. Is it true that women have less ribs? Or no. Or is that just something that I somebody th- just made up? I think that's something that's Because I grew up. up in a church because I grew up in great. a church. And I and the, I remember them being like all biblical. <laughs> They're like, and that's why women have one less rib. And I'm like, that's Wait, I thought it was. Or maybe it's the opposite. It was know. Adam supposed to have one less rib because, you oh, fuck, you know, I don't right? know anymore. All right, wait, this wait, wait. This is why we don't grow up in church. <laughs> 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 Anyways, so do, yeah. Wait, wait, I typed in, do women have on Google? Do you want to know what popped up in the what? like? Re- if it says, oh, no. In the suggestion. Do women have colons? No. <laughs> do women have groins? Nope. And do women have testosterone? We do, in wow. fact, have testosterone. We have all of the above. Do women have less ribs than men? Men and women have 12 pairs of ribs. The idea that men have fewer ribs than women is widespread but wrong. Everybody's wrong. Everybody's so it was backwards from what you said. So there This was. is biblical bull. <laughs> this is bi- <laughs> Don't raise your kids in church. I'm just kidding. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Anyways, uh, yep. So at this point, like people have wanted to redig them up again to like do a better examination mm-hmm. with what they have, like technology nowadays. Mm-hmm. But Westminster Abbey is denying anyone from digging them up again because they're like, just please let these kids just like lie. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're like, please <laughs> leave these poor <laughs> children alone. Just let them like rest in peace. Um, so, were they really the princes? I personally think so. Um, Seems like it. In 1996, some oh men boy. tried to clear Richard's name in a mock trial. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So mock it's trial. Kind of fun. Um, so, they did a whole like trial of it. it obviously, wasn't like a Supreme Court right. like anything, but um, it, with the evidence that they were able to have, he was actually proven innocent. So, oh. I would actually really like to see that trial, but at the same that time, would be it so could fun. be like more it could have been like putting more like what Shakespeare wrote against it like obviously like we need more facts to go on than hearsay or like even like hey like so much was rewritten it's very Mm -hmm. hard to like prove you know what I mean so yeah kind of interesting um 
And so, yeah, we don't actually know what happened to the princes, if those were actually them, um, mm-hmm. but they are seen to walk around the tower now. And Jeez. I just thought that whole thing was actually really interesting when I was watching the documentary. I was like, oh. There's a documentary? What's it called? You know what? <laughs> I, I okay. Would, so there where did you watch documentaries. it? I watched them on YouTube. I just okay, looked up okay. documentaries about lost princes. I, d- I don't like blame you for not knowing it. London Towers. If it was on YouTube. Um, but there was one that was really good, and then there was one that was like had all the dramatic like reenactments. And, like, I should have watched that one. I thought it was a music video. It looked like like how they wrote it. It looked like a music video. And then I started it, like just because I was like, oh, I want to hear this song. That's what they say, and it was like a documentary. But it looked like it would have been very biased. Um, mm. I almost re- like watched that one too, and then like would have wrote them together. But I just didn't have the time. Um, because I have dogs and <laughs> right. so yeah, I that's my story. Um, but my story about the lady who was sixty. Yes, she was imprisoned in London Tower uh-huh. for being Catholic in an all Protestant world. What, what year is this? I think it was the 1600s. Okay. I want to say it was the 1600s. Okay, so um, a while ago. Yeah, so it was a long time ago. So yeah. she was imprisoned for being Catholic. She was like, I mean, yeah. And so when it was her day of the execution. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she was executed for being Catholic. (laughs) Wow, that's so sad. Oh, my God. So there were two things that they say might have happened. Um, Is one that she's fucking 60. and I I mean, at that point, she's like dead. Like I said, they only live to be 32. So it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so the first story is that she just like ran and then they like killed her. Like from where they were going to chop her head off with an axe um, Uh because that's how they used to do it Um, but the story that has more like accounts like more recordings of it Mm -hmm. is that they tried to swing they hit her in the arm and she had like long gray hair so they hit her like in the shoulder and so she's like bleeding her hair is like all bloody and she starts running she's like nope and so she's running and the executioner literally chases her down with an axe and just starts chopping away until she dies and they say oh god and so I know that's a horrible does she haunt the tower as well so she only comes back on the anniversary of her death and all you just I don't know all all you hear and see is just a lady running around screaming which is so sad. And they so say that horrifying. the reason why they think that maybe she doesn't haunt all the time is she ended up being um, like announced as like a martyr oh. for the Catholic Church um, hmm. by some saint. So there we are. So does anything else like creepy happen at this tower? Or oh, is yeah. It, That's is where it... Anne Boleyn was like executed. Well, um, I guess I should say is, is so the tower still stands today. Uh-huh. And when you visit it. Do creepy things happen there besides just the ghost sightings? Besides the ghost sightings? Like, besides seeing little boy ghosts? Like, oh, do things yeah. fall off the walls? So, Are there noises? Um, one time, there's, like, an account where... Um, it was actually happening even, like, in the past. Like, there was, like, a knight, and he was... Or, like, a guard, and he saw, like, this lady standing there. And he's like, hey, like, you need to leave. And she's not leaving. So he literally stabs her with his bayonet. <laughs> and it goes through, and she just looks at him and walks away. <laughs> There's another story. <laughs> There's another story of like I think there was like a courtyard in there, and this guy saw this lady, and it looked like Anne Boleyn, mm-hmm. and um, she was surrounded by all these people, and it looked like they were just like regular people, and as he approached, they just disappeared. Wow, that would creep me the fuck out. Another, there's one room where everybody who goes in just gets a really uneasy like feeling. It's where they keep um, the clothes of one of the Henrys. There's so many fucking Henrys, but one of the Henrys, and everybody just gets like a like a pounding like dread. Um, and then there is another account. The Tower of, of London's very pretty. I just looked it up. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Can I see? Do you not know what it looks like? Shh. <laughs> Wait, let me get a better picture. That was a, I have a, very that was a shitty fucking picture. Thing in my head. Oh. Oh, that's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. So there's another one where it was like again like a like a guard with a bayonet and he sees a freaking huge bear, like a gray bear. So maybe it was like one of the polar bears who's just you know, it's a dirty polar bear. So he stabs it with the bayonet. He charges it, <laughs> and it goes through, but it hits into the like door, uh-huh. and the bear like disappears. And they take like it takes like several people to get the bayonet out of the door, and he died mysteriously two like two days later. The guy. Mm-hmm. 
the guy who saw the bear. Um, and then there was one where it was like almost like a coat. And so this guy was attacked by somebody in a coat, and he's, like, wrestling this coat. And at a certain point, he pulls the coat off, and there's nobody there. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, can you imagine, like, walking by, and you just, like, see this? Oh, my God. But with the, with the guy who stabbed the lady, and it went through, like, there was other guards watching. Yeah. And it was just, like, it wasn't, like, somebody just, like, tripping. Yeah. Wow. So there's, like, a lot of hauntings there. So it's actually really, really interesting. So I'm sure a lot of people visit it and do, like, tours and stuff, mm-hmm. like, ghost tours. There's, and... and there's another, uh, there's, like, a bridge. And mm-hmm. at one point there was a, there was a, what is, what is that called? Um, like, a clergy, clergyman. Uh-huh. And he was executed for whatever reason. Like, everybody just gets executed. Because back know. then, just... Yeah, so um, they took him from his tower. I think it was in the the White Tower, too. Mm -hmm. And they took him from praying with, like, all those people and just, like, beheaded him. And it took eight blows to chop off his head. Eight blows. Honestly, when did they start using a guillotine? I don't even know. Like... (laughs) These poor people. And they put his head on a stick mm-hmm. on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And people will, like, just see, like, a floating head, like, screaming. Um, and then there was another bridge. Or it was, I think it was a bridge. Or a gate. No, it was a gate. And mm-hmm. every time they kept trying to make this gate, it would be taken down in the night. Like, they would start mm-hmm. building it and be, like, unbilt during the night. And somebody saw, like, a man, like, taking all the things off and it was a certain saint or something Mm -hmm. and they end up naming the gate after the saint and then the it stopped being taken down and then they were able to finish building it. He just really want his name to be. Yeah. Um, but I think that they see they see Anne Boleyn a lot and I think some wow. of her lovers because what happened with Anne Boleyn is her husband was like, You're cheating on me, you're an adulteress just because he wanted to get rid of her because she spoke her mind. She's right. like, uh, no. It'd be me in the, uh, no. in the past. So um so what they did is they accused her of like three men, including one being her brother. Um, yeah, yeah. having adulterous relationship and they took they trapped her in the tower the white tower and she watched each of them come out and they would like execute them in front of her execute them in front of them and execute and then eventually they executed her and uh, she came off in one blow which is very nice mm. um, but they say that like there's a lot of accounts that her eyes were still moving and her mouth was still going as if she was still praying after her head came off I believe that yeah so yeah there we go that's very dark so those are uh, my wonderful stories of the one London Tower. But That's the princess so one stuck with me the most, just because it's like it's so crazy that they found the skeletons later. Yeah, that lo- that much longer after. Uh-huh. and it's just like all time. the Game of Thrones shit, and then just like it's just such an interesting story to me. It is. Felt, so. It is really interesting. I'm surprised I've never heard of it before. I didn't even know the Tower of London was haunted. Yeah, I didn't really apparently. think about it, but uh, I have a friend um, who has a podcast, and it was the Screenbox one that I was talking yeah. to you about, and she did a story on this a while ago, and it oh. just really stuck with me, because they do all paranormal stuff, which is kind of fun. Oh, that's fun. cool. So yeah, there we go. That's awesome. That's, that's funny. I My next story uh-huh. is also going to be one that I heard on a podcast. Um, I heard it on a podcast a while ago, uh-huh. like a year ago, probably, and then kind of recently I was like oh I want to do that one but I couldn't really remember very much of it Mm -hmm. couldn't remember a whole lot of specifics but I typed what I could remember into Google like I'm not gonna explain it but you know I did my best I didn't know names didn't know places but could not find it and I was really upset and then today I was listening to some podcasts and I'm not gonna say which one but one of them released an episode Maybe it was last week or something. And then I didn't recognize it, obviously. I was listening to it, and I was like, wait a minute. It sounds really familiar. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the one. I was so happy. So now that I remembered what it is, it is fucking crazy. I'm excited. It's fucking crazy. It's so scary. Yeah. The one that I really want to do, but I never will because I don't know why. I just remember not... I do want to do that. <laughs> Man, that's going to take me like three years to like do that. Um, but is the um, one with the, all I remember, I think I didn't even like the rest of the story, but all I remember was the guy who kept all the leaves in his fucking Oh, that's right. And the that's cops right. came in and he fucking springs out of the leaves. Honestly, that one is, I, I've heard it twice because oh, really? I, I heard it on My Favorite Murder and then I heard it maybe three times on uh-huh. one or two other podcasts. And every time I hear about it, I forget how I don't know if dark's the right word. I forget how disturbing it is. Yeah. It's like, 
it's like funny because you're like there's leaves everywhere, but then like you remember the specifics Mm -hmm. and you're like holy fucking shit (laughs) yeah it's a lot it's pretty it's a good one though you should do that one because i might do that one that's a really good one there's a few that i really want to do and i was going to do the iceman one Mm -hmm. um just so you know the person whose name i always butcher um i was going to do it but as i was like kind of looking into it it just looked like really really dark at the time so i was just like i'm gonna save that one until a little bit later because it was like fucked up and i was like oh my god i'd rather just you know somebody killing kids they're (laughs) (laughs) but like yeah it was just it was just like a lot and i was like okay i'm gonna do one that i kind of know just because i've been like so stressed with everything so right i get that So just so you know, we didn't forget about you guys and the girl who knew somebody and Mm -hmm. it was her mom, but mom, you know what I meant, but I know who you are and I I have a really long second toe. Like, like legitimately, what the fuck? Okay. Is it longer? Oh my God. Yeah. It's It's almost like twice as long. No, she's lying. Okay. (laughs) So it's like a finger. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Can you imagine? Oh my God. I have chub toes and they're really short. So my sister does too. One time I was dating this guy, and he was like, your toes are, like, really fucking short. And I was like, thanks. Okay. <laughs> he also was like, I was walking up some stairs. He's like, you know your legs jiggle when you walk upstairs. I was like, who the fuck says that? Get out of here. Okay. It was. I don't really know anybody whose legs don't jiggle. John's legs jiggle when he walks. Like, it's just, it's called having skin called and skin. muscle and fat. It's Shut called the fuck, fuck off. It's, it's called cookies. <laughs> Shut okay. up. Wait. Sorry. Okay. Yes. So... There's, um, here's a couple of cases Mm -hmm. that, well, actually, no, honestly, a couple cases that are so dark that I said I would never do them. Mm -hmm. And there are cases that I think a lot of people know, especially people that know true crime probably know about them. Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting because a lot of the true crime podcasts I listen to, which is (laughs) a lot, okay, Uh they don't do them either. And I just think it, there's... They're just too dark, but there there are there is uh, one podcast that covers one of them, but I never listened to it because like legitimately it is, it's it's hard. For, when I read the Wikipedia article, I almost passed out. Um, I I'm, almost I'm, died with your fucking Japanese one. That one freaked me out. You know, it's funny because I'm about to literally it's another Japanese one, and I'm trying to remember the name of it so I can tell anybody that's curious about it. Um, Junko Furuta Furuta. I feel like I've heard of those. That's a real. It's like a really, like, it's it's kind of like when someone's like, "What's the most fucked up true crime story you can think of?" That's the one everyone says. It's the worst. It's so disgusting that it's it's. And I love, I love mm-hmm. disturbing shit. I love it. I live for it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I, it just fascinates me. But this this one is just. Too it's much? like okay. It's like saying you like disturbing movies, like Midsummer, mm-hmm. and then someone's like, oh my god, you should watch a Serbian film then. And then you watch a Serbian film, and you're like, no, that's not what I meant. So, yeah. No, I get Just you. Just a warning, if you want to read about Junko Furuta, you know what, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to find it by typing in Junko. It's a Japanese girl, and she was, I'm just going to give you the basics here. She was tortured by a group of guys for like forty days, and it's it's bad. It's very bad. Poor baby. Yeah, I'd fucking kill them for her. Yeah, I would too. Um, yeah. So that there's that one, and then there's also the Sylvia Likens one, which I have seen on more podcasts, but it is also very very disturbing and just dark and just leaves me with like a really depressed mood. <laughs> now I just feel like kind of a dick for telling Isaiah that if we were ever homeless, I'd eat him before the dogs. <laughs> That's pretty messed up. No. But, um, yeah. So, this last week has been good. I, Mm -hmm. quite literally, I found the new, a new true crime podcast that I was able to binge. Because, like, I've been finding, I found all my, like, baseline ones. Uh And I always listen to new ones and they come out. And so I binged them all when I first found them. And it's been, like, like months or a year or something since I found one that I was able to like love so much that I binged it all in like one sitting or whatever, Dang. not one sitting, but one week or whatever. Cause I listened to them at work. Um, it's small town dicks and it, 
fucking I love it already. Joy, you would love this one. It's so good because every episode they have they don't tell the story. They have the detectives who did the cases tell the stories. And it's so interesting because Same. not only do you hear about cases that are so not well known that you've literally never heard of any of these, but the detectives will tell you so much it, cool information that you're like, I didn't know that. I didn't know this. I, you learn so much about the police department, That's about so the detectives, cool. about how different jurisdictions work and how the court system works and what they do for this and that and this and what they have to do for a search warrant. And they just they tell it from like their first hand experience. It's so, so interesting. Cool. But I think because of that, because they're technically police officers and detectives that are telling it, it does actually get a little bit more gruesome than other podcasts. They're more open to talking about some some pretty dark shit on there, which I appreciate because like they they say it, and then like um, one of the hosts will be like, "Well, how do you deal with that?" And they'll kind of explain how they try to deal with it. But they will go way more into like child sex abuse and like Aww. things like that than any other podcast will. And I know that sounds really dark, but it's it's like it's fascinating to see what yeah. goes behind, you know, what actually happens rather than like, "Oh yeah, she was molested." It was yeah, like, what actually? Like you get the firsthand experience of like what it was like for this guy to be in a car chase with like a child molester, or like, oh my God, I'd freaking you, kill that. There was guy. one episode where, because normally they they hide, uh, mm-hmm. not hide, they change everyone's names so you don't know what the actual thing is. You can they can protect the privacy because it's all from like small towns. Mm-hmm in this, the country, but there's one episode where they don't do that because it's a case that's so big that everyone obviously knows what it is. And it was, I can't remember, it was, I think it was 1998, um, the school shooting in Oregon, mm-hmm. which I didn't really know much about because it was like before Columbine and everything. Um, but they had the, the police officer that was first on the scene come onto their podcast and explain what it was like running into a high school where there was an active shooter just shooting people and he just he didn't know what he was running into and he's just like no I just ran in there I didn't know what to expect I just did it that like breaks my heart because I, I can't remember which one it was it was after Sandy Hook it was like a lot more after recent. Sandy Hook yeah there was that one I think it was a high school and all those kids were taking videos and oh yeah all the, the videos. Florida was it Florida I think it was one in Florida that one just like broke my heart because it's like that's someone's kid yeah. And like somebody just like just took a video and just posted it like I'm pretty sure that was the Florida one. Yeah. I could be wrong. And then of course I'm the sick person who watched it, but it's just like No, I mean You don't I get it, it. it was very eye-opening. Like yeah. it was super sad and I was just like the back of my mind was just like why would somebody post that like that's someone's kid? But then it was just like you don't really realize. Like you see like mm-hmm. you know the videos of like it actually happening like in movies and like right. you know a scene of reenactment, but like to actually like it's a, it. more of a reality hit, like yeah. than just like American Horror Story and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it was actually it really impacted, and I hope it kind of like, if anything, people start to take it a lot more seriously after those videos too. That really yeah. shouldn't have been up there, but for the people who watched them, I know, I know. There's a, pretty much anytime anything really gruesome happens that gets posted online, I feel like whenever I go to any site trying to explain it, I somehow find myself looking at a picture or a video of it. I know, I was like, what's It happening? just seems to and happen. the whole time, I'm just like, I'm like, these sick people, like, posting it, but then I'm like, I'm literally watching it. But yeah, I know. Ugh. But oh, okay. I highly recommend Small Town Dicks, really I'm gonna great watch name. It. I'm, I'm going to listen to it, not watch it. The the two hosts, um, are their names are Yardley and Zibby. Which Those are adorable are names. The best names. Ever. So Yardley is the voice actor for um, Lisa Simpson on The Simpsons. Oh! So she has like a super I love easily identifiable voice, and she's really she's great. And Zibby's like she has like she has such a soothing voice. I'm just like if she made ASMR, I would listen to it all the time. She has such a calming voice. It's so nice, but. It made me really appreciate law enforcement after I binged that for an entire week straight. (laughs) 
but it's good stuff. That's Very crazy. good. Because I think people don't always like give enough appreciation to the people who actually deal with this stuff. Every it's day. insane. It's just the like every single episode. They're like, oh yeah, well any they they talk about hostage situations on there a lot, and they're just like, yeah. At this point, we didn't know if he was going to come out and shoot us in the face or not, but we 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 just you know we had to think about that in the back of our minds. And I'm like, Jesus, like this is just like your everyday thing, you know? And they're yeah. just dealing with hostage situations with guys with, like, AK-47s, like... What was that one story, because I'd like to do it someday, about the hostage, and he was, like, kind of, like, a crazy... Um, this is not narrowing it down at all. I was going to say... I think he was really into <laughs> religion or spirituality, and he had all these... I think they were college students. And then he's like, well, I'm going to have to shoot one of you guys, so one of you guys has to, like, sacrifice yourself. And there was, like, this guy who came up, and he's like, take me. And then he ends up... It's like, I'm not actually going to shoot you, like, kind of a thing. It was just more to get the, like, point across of his religion. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm looking at you because I actually don't recognize what you're saying. Which is weird because I should. It's really, really interesting because he it's wasn't not a cult kind of thing. Them. No. It wasn't like he wasn't part of a cult. When you say like he was religious or whatever, maybe wait because it sounds like a culty thing. I can't remember if I watched on the podcast or if this was when we were watching that one stupid show with the fist. God. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I do remember I wonder that. if maybe it was that, that stupid fucking was, fist show. It was really <laughs> interesting. I wish I remembered what that show was. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna type this into Google real quick. Can you explain it again? There's a guy um, hostage. Spiritual guy taking college kids hostage makes one kid sacrifice himself, but doesn't actually shoot him. I guess. Please, if anybody can think of this, please I know. Like, let us know because it's really bothering me. All right, so we have two um, reviews. Um, we have one on Podbean from Cherry. Thank you, Ken Cherry, and your cat is so cute. Oh my god, <laughs> look at her cat! It looks like Luna. Oh. <laughs> so. Cherry said, OMG, congrats on your engagement, Heather. Aww. Wishing you lots of love. Love this episode so much. I definitely believe that she had plans to explore and meet her friend or something like that. It's your last one of Nisha. Yeah. Um, boop, 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 boop. Um, that's just so terrifying because I feel like every child at some point had the same idea. Awesome yeah. content, like always. Can't wait for the next one. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, this is from Jail Chaucer. Um, I found this podcast while looking for a good overview of the Kremers and Froon disappearance to send to a friend, and then I got sucked into listening to the rest of the series. Aww. First, let me just say that their coverage of the Kremers and Froon case was one of the most complete breakdowns I've seen. Thank you! Oh my god! I truly am obsessed with that case, and oh I gosh. really did research that to the <laughs> ground. Um... I love that they actually keep an open mind and go through all the possibilities. This kind of approach also also makes topics of the paranormal, like the Skinwalker episode, a lot more enjoyable to listen to. We need skeptics in the world, but sometimes they can be overrepresented in mystery podcasts. The hosts also handle serious topics very well, while also lightening moments with comedy that may have had me laughing a little too loudly at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh my gosh that's really sweet thank you Aww, thank you so much we really 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 appreciate that yeah that like, was honestly, really sweet that just made my day <laughs> <laughs> well enjoy it because it's 9 12 p.m and you only have so much time you, left yes <laughs> oh my god all right guys it's been real and solid my dudes it's time for us to leave. We gotta leave because we have to try to do more research into whatever this <laughs> stupid thing is that I keep thinking about. That maybe I'll have to do now because yeah, yeah. I know that it. feeling of wanting to look up something and you just can't. But okay, um, thank have you a nice day, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in another week. Um, we look forward to seeing or having you guys listen to us next week. Um, yep, uh, Heather saw scary stories to tell in the dark, and here we are. Yes, that's so, true. It's a pretty good movie. I go forgot. watch it. 1984. There you go. Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see you guys in two. Okay, we're just going to leave now. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> two weeks. We'll see you.